Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined me as we look at world events and largely through the eye of faith, but not exclusively. And I want to dive right in by talking about something that happened this past week. As you probably know, there was a drone attack on one of the largest oil fields in the world that happens to be in Saudi Arabia. Now, this was a great attack. It was very effective. It involved about two dozen drones and some direct missiles. Uh, initially, the allegations were that this came from the rebels in Yemen. Uh, but all evidence is, all intelligence is that it actually arose from Iran. We're not that surprised. Iran has great designs on the Middle East and has been fighting a proxy war against Saudi Arabia in Yemen for many years. It's caused uh, many, many deaths in the U.S finally had to pull back because it was so bloody and there was some action in Congress. But the important thing we want to focus on here is the U.S. response to this. Yes, it's a serious attack. Yes, it is consistent with Iran's um, machinations about them in the Middle East. Um, yes, it is going to cause oil prices to rise. Uh, and yes, it was a pretty bold thing to do. What's interesting, though, is that I sit right here in my office in Washington, D.C. and record this. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is in Saudi Arabia, and he is just within the last hours. Now, this won't be the last hours by the time you get this, but it's within the last hours of me recording this. He has just within the last hours caused this an act of war. Now, I want you to ponder that. There's been a drone strike and a missile strike from Iran onto Saudi Arabia, an oil field, and the U.S. Secretary of State has flown to Saudi Arabia to declare this an act of war. In addition to that, earlier, a couple of days ago, President Trump said that the U.S. was locked and loaded. For those of you who don't know much about guns, this is an expression about a certain state of readiness of a rifle or a pistol, locked and loaded, certain state. And so... What's happening here is that the U.S. is mounting up here, uh, pondering war, talking war, uh, talking the possibility of attacks, talking a possibility of aggression, when in fact this has been a strike on Saudi territory. Now, I want us to ponder this for just a moment. And before you think that I'm just a peacenik at any, uh, you know, for any, any reason at all, never, never believe that the military action is appropriate, uh, that's absolutely not true. I'm very, very aware of the Iranian machinations in the Middle East. I'm very, very aware of how they are moving in kind of an arc in the north into Syria. As you know, I work with the Kurds in Iraq extensively. And of course, a lot of the tension there has to do with Iran, if not Turkey. Uh, also, I, I'm not stridently pro-Saudi, um, but I lecture at a Saudi university. I've told you that before. About once a year, I go to a Saudi university and guest lecture there. Um, I love the people. I love the culture. Uh, obviously, I'm disturbed by the killing of Khashoggi, the, uh, the, the journalist. Obviously, I have concerns about the extremist Islamism of the Saudis. Um, there, are, there are many things I could say about this. So I'm not automatically opposed to military action, but we do need to stop 
and ask why our Secretary of State would be on Saudi territory right now declaring that an Iranian action is an act of war. Are we willing to go to war, and some would say yet again, for the Saudis, particularly when we are less and less dependent on them for oil? We've discovered massive oil fields in our own country. Uh, we could literally get off oil, Saudi oil completely within a very short period of time. So what's going on? I want to bring to this a little bit of a historical perspective. You remember that when President George Washington gave his farewell address, one of the things he warned us about were entangling alliances with foreign powers, that we somehow would be entangled, we somehow would have agreements and secret deals and entangling alliances that would obligate us to military action for foreign wars. And this was at a time when we were pretty isolated and remote. But he could see what was coming. He He could see what the possibilities were. And he warned about entangling alliances. Even though President Eisenhower's farewell speech was largely about the military-industrial complex, and you've probably read about that in your school textbooks and and, uh, had that emphasis portrayed, uh, he also, though, talked about the same factor, that we need to be careful about what wars we get into. We need to be careful about what nations we defend. We need to be careful about the obligations that we commit ourselves to. Now, I certainly believe Iran's got to be contained, and I think we've got to be wise. You've heard me say before that the average age in Iran is 22. There's a new generation on the rise. There are great possibilities. That young generation is moderate and interested in being aligned with the West. I've been in Iran, and I'm telling you, they they are friendly. When they find out I'm American, they don't turn negative. They turn positive. There's been a change. There's a new generation rising. So some good things can happen. There's still, though, you've got to deal with the military in the geopolitical situations as they are. So I'm not inherently opposed to some kind of military action, and I think Saudi Arabia has definitely got to take it. However, we've got to stop as Americans and ask, what is our government doing, getting all locked and loaded, declaring uh, that this is a a war-worthy action or provocation on foreign soil? Is this what we are meant to be about? Now, I, I want to I raise this specter again, uh, and the point is here, the, the essential point is, when are we willing to go to war? And in this case, are we willing to go to war for the Saudis? We've already fought in that part of the world. Um, we've already had troops on the ground in Saudi Arabia. Uh, we've already fought what some consider to be a proxy war for the Saudis um, in terms of our wars in the Middle East, our wars in Iraq, our wars against Saddam. And so we've got to stop and ask this question. We shouldn't just get all ratcheted up. We shouldn't just get all our blood and our hackles up and just assume that any Iranian provocation anywhere in the world uh, is worth a U.S. response. Are we willing to put U.S. lives on the ground? We've had presidents warn us about this. Um, It's questionable as to whether our Constitution even allows for this, by the way. And I certainly hope that we we come back to our constitutional norms that requires Congress to declare war, not the president. The president is the chief executive. Uh, the, chef, the president's the commander-in-chief. He should uh, be the leader in conducting a war. You shouldn't do that by committee. But the declaration of war has to be done by Congress. So why am I all ratcheted up here? Some of you are going to ask. It's because we are coming very close to making a mistake we have made before. 
It was right for us to go into World War II. It was right for us to go into World War I. Americans had been killed. Uh, yes, as, as strategic allies were being threatened. Uh, these were valuable wars. These were essential wars. And in some cases, we were continentally attacked, or at least nationally attacked. That's fine. But the problem now is that we are getting ratcheted up in the Middle East, not just supporting an ally, not just providing munitions, not just allowing arms sales, not just encouraging them to do what's right, uh, not just not just isolating uh, certain certain enemies. No, we are actually talking about this being a declaration of war. I want you to be aware of this. By the time you hear this podcast, we could be well down the road to war. And what's interesting is Donald Trump ran, of course, on the great mantra, make America great again. He actually talked about a bit of isolationism. He talked about pulling back from these foreign entanglements and alliances. He talked about making other nations pay their fair share of defense expenses and NATO and what have you. But here we are in Saudi Arabia saying that an aggressive action by Iran against Saudi Arabia is a provocation of war. It's important that we ponder this. It's important for those of you who are in Congress that you think through what this means, what precedent this sets, what laws are actually activated, what this would mean. Is every nation we're friendly to that might be missiled by Iran automatically uh, an extension of the United States? Are we treating Saudi Arabia like we would treat Florida or Alaska? Um, what is going on here? So I ask us to ponder this. I think we need to think this through. We have shed a lot of American blood in foreign wars, and a lot of that was justified. My grandfather, my father fought in foreign wars. Uh, I, I obviously value their sacrifice, value the deaths of their friends, understand what their generation gave. I believe in that. But we're doing something dangerous right now. We're in the Middle East where there's a, some kind of a flare-up every five seconds. And now we're getting between Iran and Iraq. In the 1980s, there was the Iran-Iraq War. It cost unbelievable amount of lives, millions, and never came to a justified end. It was one of the bloodiest wars in world history. And now our leaders, probably absent any sense of history, are putting us right in the middle of these two nations. We should stop. We should rethink. We should think about how to oppose Iran and how to contain Iran. And if we're going to make Saudi Arabia uh, an, an ally, which we haven't officially done uh, in matters like this, then uh, we should do it officially and we, do it, we should do it with the debate of Congress. This is what we need to consider. We are, we are heading right now towards war with Iran, something, by the way, that Donald Trump has, has said that he would very much like to engage so we need to stop. We need to rethink. We need to ponder. Again, I want to say I'm not automatically opposed to opposing Iran. I'm not even automatically opposed to military action against Iran. Is this it? Is this the basis on which we'd go into a war? And is it being declared properly? Should it, should, it should be declared by Congress and managed by the president. And not just based on, you know, jingoistic tweets that Donald Trump tweets out at three o'clock in the morning. We should watch. We should be careful. Those of you in power should be very, very deliberate about this. And we should be very, very careful in how much American blood we're willing to spend on foreign soil. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include 
The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.